and welcome to another episode of the Let's Talk Marvel Fan Theories podcast. I'm Taylor. And I'm Katie, and we're two sisters and borderline obsessed Marvel fans who have been following the Marvel Cinematic Universe closely for years. And now we want to share our MCU discussions with you. We chat about our own predictions and theories, plus some of our favorites from online, and our reactions to all of the Marvel content that's considered MCU canon, including the Disney Plus shows and the movies, as well as the Marvel news you need to know. Okay, guys, so I think one of the biggest questions coming out of finishing Phase 3 in the Infinity Saga and knowing where kind of our big three ended up and the three who have kind of led the Avengers being Thor, Iron Man, and Cap, you know, where are we going next and who's going to lead the Avengers? And I think this was a big question that not only I think we had from the get-go of probably Phase 4 and, you know, just the result of Endgame to begin with, but also, they literally asked this question in Eternals. Like, this yeah. gets brought up directly. And Marvel doesn't do that on accident ever. So it definitely was to get us to start thinking. And I, I think I'm just going to, because we're really quick on this topic, just going to say, I think we all could have said Icarus until we watched the end of Eternals. <laughs> I'm really so. sad because I really want Ri- wanted Richard Madden to be like, Mr. Avenger. <laughs> yeah, but clearly we're not getting that, um, and we aren't even know, sure to see him return ever, so we can write him off right away, but I did want to bring up that we obviously heard this question in the actual, like, MC universe. So it's a canonical question. Yeah, of whether, or, like, who's going to be leading the Avengers, and so far I think we've seen, I think, a lot of small stories here and there. Not that they're not big in their own way. But we have not yet really seen major crossovers. I think the biggest crossover has been No Way Home. Yeah. Just having two of our already established characters in one movie. Well, not to mention, you know, obviously the first Avengers in 2012, it established an infrastructure for the Avengers. They became a team. You saw them then working together, continuing as a team in Age of Ultron. They had, they were working out of Avengers Tower. Then later they moved to the Avengers compound, compound, which was obviously destroyed in the battle with Thanos. But there was an infrastructure for the, you know, that happened in 2023. So for the 11, 11, I can math, for the 11 years that they were working together, they were a cohesive unit, they had a structure, and they had an infrastructure. Yeah. None of that exists anymore, physically or socially. Like, they don't interact. The teams yeah. don't, in- the heroes don't interact. There's no buildings anymore. There's no team, not in the way that we were used to. So, we haven't even, I mean, obviously, Hawkeye in the, sh- the show, Hawkeye talks about event- the Avengers compound and-, and the wreckage or the remnants of it, but we don't even get hints of a real Avengers team operating. And we haven't had that hint since basically endgame no i think the biggest reference to it since has been in no way home when peter said he was part of the avengers yeah and i also pretty sure if i remember the line correctly he doesn't say i am a part of the avengers i'm pretty sure he said i was a part of the avengers yeah so that's also to show they're clearly right now completely dismantled which i think is weird because endgame from the get-go like you bring all these heroes together, and they all just be like, oh, gonna go home, see ya. Like, yeah. I thought that was weird. I'd, well, and then I've been you're turning over weird. the roster, too, which is, like, very... It's just yeah. a weird transitional time, and I'm excited for it to kind of... I mean, I'm, I am happy with what's happening in the MCU now, don't get me wrong, but I'm also looking forward to the point where we're kind Seeing of... Seeing a structure again. Yeah, 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 because it started to happen really in, like, I would say, like, late phase one, early phase two... And I'm excited for it to like. But even then, we oh, we had the we had at least 
the Infinity Stone. So even when we didn't have necessarily maybe the Avengers structure, we had the stones starting to link things together. Connective tissue. Yeah, and and I think right now we've been getting weird hints, but because of the multiverse, that's been a really weird time for everyone. And so you have the multiverse trying to be done, and then we had that weird thing that happened at the end of Shang-Chi, and then it was like... With, like, the, the the rings. So there's just oh, a lot. Yeah. And the Eternals is, like, way out into the other dimension, but not really. They're completely on Earth, but they're not, but they are, and then Celestials. So it's just a weird time, because we're talking and discussing a lot of different groups. Yeah, and a lot of, like, major plot lines that don't necessarily intersect. Like, I don't see the multiverse intersecting with Celestials visiting Earth. They're yeah. not necessarily related, nor is there any causality between one and the other yeah so it's like all right we're going in two very separate directions so how are you going to bring people together i agree so opening the floor now we're going to start with who we think i have about three or four people that i would guesstimate and i also want to preface i think a year ago i think we both probably would have been saying black panther as one of ours obviously with the passing of chad and the just chaos. <laughs> uh, yeah, the complete chaos of Black Panther as a franchise. I think I can safely say I wouldn't expect another Black Panther to be leading right now. Yeah. And I think, too, I almost think that it would be hard for them to make Black Panther a leader of the Avengers ever because that was a role that was essentially meant for Chad. Yeah. Obviously, the Black Panther character precedes him. But once he took that mantle... I mean, nobody really ever sees anybody else, obviously being T'Challa, but I really, I personally, and I think, you know, there are people out there who would agree with me, I struggle to see anyone creating the meaning out of that character in any form the way that Chadwick did, and so I just wonder if it would be difficult to elevate that character to a leader of the Avengers with it being anyone but Chadwick. Well, my mind goes bo- goes two different ways off of the two different things we've been hearing. One, that they might recast Chadwick, and here's my thought, and I don't want to get into that debate, but I don't... First off, if they did do that and they remade a movie, they have to get the fans to love this person the way that Chadwick was, and I just... If the fans don't necessarily receive them that way... I just think that's not easy to put, try to make them a leader of the Avengers. On the other side of it, which I think was kind of your point, is if you don't recast him and you make Shuri, for example, Black Panther, or you make Nakoye, or not, wait, I just, <laughs> Nakia, Nakia, or Nakia. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, wait a second, I just combined too many names there. If you, especially Nakia, the Black Panther, once again, I think that, like I said, this was your point a little bit as well. You established him as the possible next leader. Even making her the next Black Panther doesn't establish her as the leader of the Avengers. Yeah. So. I just think there's so much of that role now is tied into Chadwick. So they're going to have trouble, I think, getting the fans on board with anyone even taking over the mantle of Black Panther. I think it's going to be Yeah, exactly. Chadwick was so perfect. And it's so, I think it's just going to be hard for other people to see anyone take on that mantle. Just even just knowing in the back of your mind the circumstances around why he no longer has that role. Right. It's just very, I think, very upsetting. Right. So that's, I wanted to add that because I think, like I said, that probably would have been one of the biggest contenders as of like a year ago. Or a year and a half even, I guess, would be more accurate at this point. So 
Just wanted to put that out there just so that it's said. I don't see us seeing a Black Panther as a leader of the Avengers. But moving right into the second one, which I think is probably one of the higher contenders, I think we also agree on this one, even though it's been unsaid, because we didn't want to share it with each other prior to the podcast. didn't want to take the other person's ideas. Um, but obviously Sam, as yes. Captain America, is a huge one. I mean, we've obviously already seen the Captain America leader kind of aspect in general, so that would be the only thing I might reconsider his with is because it's kind of been done already and I could see them maybe wanting a different person as far as who they like had you said Sam as Falcon I would have been like yeah but now that he's Captain America part of me is like I I feel like they might not want to do that because Caps already did it but on the other side maybe they'd want to do it because he's Captain America so it's like yeah like I actually lean the opposite way I'm thinking like oh it makes sense for, you know, if it's, like, the next man up mentality. Like, if you have Captain America, leader of the Avengers, well, just because it's not... Oh, my God, I was about to call him Chris. Just because it was not Steve, you know, who's the, who's the next Captain America? Like, it's not like that role is unfulfilled now. Whereas, right. like, Iron Man, as of right now, we have no replacement for Iron Man. But we have a natural replacement for Steve. So, to me, or for Captain America, or Steve as Captain America, so it's, like... It's a natural fit for Sam to just go in and take that role. Right. And I don't like, I like to play a little bit of devil's advocate and I like to think of almost why they wouldn't. Mm -hmm. Because to me, he's such an obvious choice that I really think the only argument against it would be we've seen the Captain America be the leader before. Even like Civil War was essentially an Avengers movie. We see so much of that being brought in and everything. So. That's the only reason I would maybe go against Sam being it is because he is now the mantle of Captain America. But one thing I do want to point out when I was thinking about this to the pro for Sam, too, is I think one reason that Steve wasn't the natural leader of the Avengers or one of the leaders was the military background. And I think that can't be overlooked. So Sam obviously has that as well. The Avengers are in some ways you know, a super special strike team, military-type strike team. So you need someone with that tactical and military background to provide that perspective and that experience. And I think that, too, kind of goes in Sam's favor for a natural fit. I agree. And now, I also want to add in, we have obviously the big three. So there's not really a direct leader. We have the big three, and then we have Tony and Kat, which are, like, a little above Thor just because Thor's out there, like, Not always on Earth. Yeah, he's off-planet a lot, but obviously the big thing. So when we're mentioning the leaders, it's not just a singular leader, of course. I mean, there's at least two, possibly a third, who could be off-planet a lot. And I think, if I'm going to say that already, one of mine would probably honestly be Carol. Yeah, me too. And I don't don't know how I feel because I don't (laughs) necessarily love her character. Yeah. Um, just because I don't think she was written very well in her own personal movie, I also think it came out at a bad time. I like her more after watching it again. Me too. But I'm not, like, Captain Marvel's biggest, like, yes. I also kind of feel, and this is the tiniest, like, devil's advocate moment, but would they do Captain Marvel and a Captain America? I don't know. <laughs> you know, like... But she would kind of fit the stereotype of Thor being off-world a lot, being but there with when... with the military background. Yes. Yeah. And being there when needed. So... Another vote, I think, in her favor, the few hints we have gotten of inter-Avenger cooperation being the end credit scene in Shang-Chi. I was gonna say, we know she's still around, too. We know she's around, we know she's talking to yeah. other Avengers, and we know, like, so there's that kind of welcoming committee for Shang-Chi, 
when it's Bruce and Carol, mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, like that, that's kind of a hint that she's at least still in contact with the yeah. other Avengers. So to me, that's kind of a vote in her favor as well. Well, and I know this might seem like a, you're pulling, you're pulling real short straws here <laughs> from my, my point of view. But I even think of that very distinct scene in, I want to say Endgame. <laughs> yes, the Endgame, very beginning of Endgame. When they're about to go up to Thanos and kill him, and they're in the compound, Thor walks up to her, and he brings it so his hammer comes, and it's that big moment. Stormbreaker. It's Stormbreaker. Oh, it is Stormbreaker. Well, then Mew Mew comes back, and then... (laughs) It's like a whole thing. (laughs) And I refuse to watch Endgame more than twice, so it's like... But I feel like that's a very distinctive, almost passing of the torch moment of Thor testing her. Yeah. But I wouldn't be against seeing her come in. Like I said, one of the smallest things for me would be, are they going to do Captain America and Captain Marvel? Are they really going to do that? I don't know. But I also, because when I was thinking about all of this, Wanda briefly had crossed my mind, you know, being the most powerful Avenger down on Earth especially. But then I was like, I'm not sure because she toes lines. But yes. Carol is powerful and doesn't tow lines, yeah. so I that's why I kind of settled on Carol. Um, I just thought she probably had the best interest in mind for the Avengers. I also think, too, I know Fury's been in and out, but Fury kind of established who the leaders were of the Avengers, in a way, by just how he acted in the first Avengers movie. So he kind of looked to Cap and Tony, and a little bit Thor, but really Cap and Tony to kind of lead, and that kind of, I think, set the tone for who was going to lead going forward, right? right. Who has Fury's stamp of approval, his original stamp of approval? It's Carol. I yeah. mean, she, oh, yeah. to him, the Avengers she are essentially, named Yeah, I was like, she essentially are. is the Avengers yeah. from the get-go. She's the original Avengers. Exactly. So, I mean, it makes natural No offense, sense. Captain America, the first Avenger. <laughs> Name-wise, it's Carol. Timeline-wise, it's for sure Steve. I mean, we're never going to take that away from Steve. I just love him so much. But, yeah, so I think that also works in Carol's favor. Well, and for me, like I said, I think she also just embodies the idea of Thor. And because you have Cap and Tony mainly being the on-Earth leaders, I think she would be very well for that off-world kind of thought. But then to fill that final spot for me, for right now, because I got some other ideas, but these are like maybe my top three picks that would be that, those big three, would be then strange, take Tony's spot in a heartbeat for me. Yeah, I I would have said strange before MOM, but I don't, I refuse to give him any definitive predictions until I see that movie, because that okay. movie is going to blow the roof well, off everything. And honestly... And he's not even the Sorcerer Supreme right now. Yeah, that's fair. So, I'm like... Honestly, though, I, I would know. have said Peter up until No Way Home. Yeah, no, fair. <laughs> so, same. So, for me, I'm thinking, who embodies that same idea? I mean, he's already... And we even talked about this yesterday, unrelated to this, how him and Tony are so similar. And the power he has, and I, he's not gonna not stay source or not not be Sorcerer Supreme for long. I do expect MOM to, and I love Wong, but I do expect MOM to fix that part of that in yeah. possibly not a great way for us, <laughs> it being in love with a character such as Wong, but I see that being an aspect. I mean, he's been in everything now. 
Yeah, he's everything, a really good connector. Yeah, and everything, even including small things like the sanctum, some sanctorum. Jesus, sometimes I cannot say that is everywhere. Shang Chi. I mean, he was in Spider Man. Like they're bringing in a lot. I mean, now with M O M is tying in Wanda, and so that essentially indirectly ties in Wanda Vision. Yeah, like he is in everything. I mean, he's even name dropped in. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier because of the the wizards and all that yeah. stuff. So I'm like, I, I just see him being that big person to come up and lead. I mean, him and Tony very clearly go head to head. And to me, that's another moment of almost a, like that torch pass of like, okay, you know what's happening. I need to sacrifice myself. You got this, man. Yeah. Like, you, you protect people. And I mean, he even took up the... I have to protect Peter. I have to. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he, he even took, took the Peter up. dad role, too. Yeah, so exactly. There's that. Exactly. So, I mean, to me, I just see, I don't see them having the Avengers without having Strange essentially as a leader, and I don't see him being happy not being a leader. That's fair. That's fair. I still, and I, I honestly think, you know, Strange could be in there, but I refuse to put that out in the world until I've seen MOM because I have no clue what's going to happen. That's that fair. movie is going to turn everything upside down. I actually was going to say Thor, and then I had it stop before you say anything. (laughs) I was thinking about it as you were talking about Doctor Strange, kind of tuning you out for like a hot second. And then I was like, it doesn't have to be Thor Thor. It could be Jane Foster Thor. And hear me out. Hear me out. Because you were talking about off world, on world. All right. So if there's two Thors, because now there can be, there can be Thor with Stormbreaker, and he who has the, he or they who have the power of Thor, whoever shall hold this hammer has the power of Thor. Jane Foster. So she could be out here on Earth being Earth Thor, and Thor, Thor Thor, Odinson, (laughs) this is gonna be hard. Chris. Chris. (laughs) Chris. Um, Can be out here in the space doing the whole Nine Realms thing. And we can have two Thors and still have Thor as a leader okay. of Avengers. Okay, I'm really glad you said this because this was actually the one that I was going to say when we were talking right before the podcast started. I said, I have one that's a little out of left field, and it was Thor. And the reason I didn't bring it up yet, I was going to kind of, I, I wanted to bring it up when we were talking about Captain Marvel when I kept making the comparisons, but I was like, no, I have to do my my initial top three that I think it could be to fill in those top three spots. And then I was, my next, like, number four was Thor. And my only devil's advocate with him is because we've seen it. But then, to your point, we have Natalie's Thor, who could also play that down on Earth. So that's an aspect that I was thinking about as well. But I was definitely thinking about it because I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if they wanted to some degree keep it a consistent, at least have one consistent person left. Because... Hawkeye, to me, is done with the Avengers themselves. I know we've talked... This has been talked about... I'm not sure in the last Hawkeye podcast, but definitely on the blog post about where he is to go from here. And um, I think he's going to be a leader, just not of the Avengers themselves. I don't think he's going to be involved with the Avengers anymore. A different group of Avengers, yes. I also, since we're on the topic of Hawkeye... I want to see what happens with his wife, because that wasn't an accident that they... Yeah, and that was also just a weird... Yeah, yeah. so it was definitely not an accident that they kind of hinted at her backstory, so I think there's more to come from the Hawkeye family. Yeah. It will be interesting to see, but I don't necessarily think that that ties in with the Avengers, because to your point, I think his time with the Avengers is done. Yeah. Well, that's why I think, and I don't... 
I also don't think Bruce, and the reason we're talking about the old Avengers right now is because obviously we're talking about Thor as a contender. I also don't see Bruce coming in to lead the Avengers. So I think I he has a see different. I him as a support though because he was still with Carol in Shang. Oh yeah, yeah. So, but I don't see him being the leader. No, I don't either. I also That's not don't Bruce's think. Temperament. Yeah, I was also. I don't think quite literally. Um, but I don't think he would want to. Exactly. He's more of a behind the scenes. Let well, me rage out when needed. Kind of. Yeah. Guy. And, well, I, and now he's kind of in, like he and the Hulk kind of have an understanding. Yeah. But I still don't. I think the Hulk would want to lead. I don't think Banner wants to lead. Yeah. And my other endorsement for Thor is, like I said, the consistency of having someone who's there, but he also wasn't there for Civil War. True. And I think that makes him already a better leader in the sense of he did not have to pick a side. Nor did he fight his fellow Avengers. Exactly. Well, that's what I mean. He didn't have to pick a side, and he didn't need to go, quite literally, I guess, to war against his other Avengers. So he was like, after I put my Carol Cap, well, new Cap, like Sam Cap, and Doctor Strange, as my top picks for each of the big three, he was, like, right below to keep his spot and to possibly bring in Natalie's as well. Yeah. I actually think I wouldn't be surprised if it was Natalie's because I think they're gonna... I mean, Chris is not gonna be able to do this forever. He's the only one Yeah, who's but gone... he's the only one who won't shut up about not wanting to I know. Leave. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> he I is, know. Like, even Tom Holland's out here, well, I want to eventually like, not keep acting about... And, and Chris is like, as long as I'm here, I'm, I'm playing as Thor. As long as like, I can I move, Thor. I will be Thor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. I just wonder, you know, are they gonna let someone do, like, 15 movies, you know? So, I wouldn't be surprised if they're finding ways to maybe keep the character of Thor. Obviously, they're doing that with Natalie. Yeah. But not necessarily make it Chris because he might not be able to do this forever. Especially because, like, event- I mean, like, the man doesn't look any different now than he did in 2000, was it 2011 when that movie came out? Yeah, they just stopped bleaching his eyebrows. Oh my god. I so just, much. So horrible. But, anyway. That was really <laughs> that bad. That was really bad. He, like, didn't even look like he had any eyesight. No, it was <laughs> so bad. So awful. Anyway, getting back to the point, he will eventually start to look like he's aging. Thor's not supposed to age at the rate of a human, so you would have to do massive time jumps in order for Thor to look ever like Odin did. Like, you know, so there are just some things that Chris can't control, such as the passage of time. So I don't necessarily know that they're going to set him up to be the leader of the Avengers for the next 10 years when they have another Thor who could take that. And, you know, I feel like it's been said, like, the future of Marvel is very space, but also very female. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're going to really work to find ways to fit in female characters and more of the leadership roles. Whereas before it was obviously, you know, the past Avengers were five-sixths male and all the leaders were male. Like, yeah. Well, and so for me, Thor, definitely Natalie's Thor is a contender. And then after that, I actually want to put Shang-Chi. I'm so- Me too! Okay, I, I didn't think we were going to agree as much as we're agreeing. It's kind of annoying to me. That is kind of um, aggravating. Because I like when we can dispute each other. But I see him being what they wanted Black Panther to be. And conti- how Black Panther came in, he was like this big like moment. And then like, and I'm not saying he's not, but you know what I'm saying. And then- you know, we see him throughout, what, four or five films, and he's supposed to come up and be that leader. I see that now being Shang-Chi. I think that end credit scene I keep referring to was the gateway into that. Like, so many of these Avengers, like, think of Ant-Man, right? For example, when he had his first movie, he had nothing to do with the bigger Avengers. Yeah. 
he wasn't welcomed and and the apparatus the infrastructure did exist at the time yeah he was not welcomed in to, i mean yes he like fought sam on avengers campus around the compound but like he was not then welcome as an avenger until civil war and it was basically because they were just like we need taking guys off the bench yeah. you know but shang chi got that full you know he was obviously talking to wong yeah he got the full welcome from carol and bruce like he was kind of, he's almost like the golden child in a way, like, ushered in as the next big thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely could see him doing it. And I think it culturally lines up with the idea of Black Panther as well. I think it's a, obviously a different culture, but the big movement behind it was huge. So I think just bringing in that type of representation that we, that saw with Black Panther and would have seen him with him as a leader Obviously, Sam, but yes, yeah. I think that would be a very interesting, because I love the big three, but they are all white men. <laughs> so I think phase four has been so big on showing us diversity in all types of the word. Yeah. Um, and I think that would be a big contender is to bring him in as well as a leader. That would make a lot of sense. And like I said, that could fulfill the the whole that Black Panther as the next leader that he was supposed to be, um, I think that could definitely help fill that hole a little bit. Yeah. And then, you know, even just power-wise, like, if you think about the oh big my gosh, three, like, like they, were the, they were the most powerful Avengers. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. At the time. Yes. Because I mean, then because, Wanda came in, but she didn't unleash her full power for a while. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking, like, the original six, OG six, because that's where the, the ranking really was established. Yeah. You know? I mean, obviously you can say the Hulk is powerful, but he's not the Hulk all the time, and Bruce... And, and he's also, thing. in the nicest of ways, especially the first few films, the Hulk is quite literally just smash. Yeah, he's, it's like, not, not in control. Yeah, yeah, he's just... Yeah. So, I would say the big three were the most powerful Avengers, and in terms of power level, like, Shang-Chi's, like, really up there. Yeah. Like, he could probably go toe-to-toe with Wanda and, you know... Hold his own for a while. He yeah. could not beat her, I don't think. No. But I think he would put up a better fight than some of these other people, for sure. And he would probably... Like, he and Carol, I think, are the best match for her power-wise. So, you know, for him to stand up with those two women, that's that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. And that's a lot of power. Yeah. I'm gonna bring up my last one. Okay. Because I had, like, A team, B team kind of idea. And this one's really... I know you're not gonna... You did not think about this one at all. I don't have any more, so I'm oh. just shook. Okay, well, you... But you also, I know, just didn't think about this one. And this is gonna be probably my out-of-the-leftest-of-left field. Okay. But I wonder about white vision. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. He did cross my mind for a second. I immediately crossed them off. My thoughts are, in the comics, I kind of, like, going across some of the comic lines with White Vision, and really the biggest difference with White Vision is just that he's not emotional, really. He, like, can't feel the emotions. To a degree, that could make someone a very good leader, because why was Vision unsuccessful? Because of emotions? In all honesty, because he fell in love with Wanda, and that would be That's why... why Rhodey's- paralyzed it's why he's paralyzed it's why he was injured in the beginning of infinity war it's why he ended up dying in infinity war because had he been at full power i mean we saw it in what if he would have cut thanos in half yeah so his crux was emotions white vision doesn't have those and he's a very he's still a very active player in in the game like i feel like a lot of people forget about him because he was just, like, this random, like, brought in. We thought it was going to be Ultron, which would have been so interesting now that we saw What If. I know. But um, I also understand now why they didn't do it because yeah. of What If. Yeah. But 
Well, he didn't have the stone, though, so... But, you know, he flies off, and he flies off. Like, he's gone. So he's still, like, around. He's still a possible contender. He's all in the memories of Vision. So he does fit in with the idea that he knows he fought with the Avengers. He would know Sam. He would know a couple of them that he, like, directly was meeting. So I don't necessarily go against him being a contender, um, he's the lowest on my list for a reason, because he's kind of that out-there pick, but I'm not against it. There's also been rumors of seeing him have a possible cameo in MOM. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. I think wherever you Wanda goes, Vision goes. So, for him, for her to be in a movie without any reference to him, especially after what happened in WandaVision, I think, yeah, is very unlikely. Yeah. So, I'm willing to bet money he's in that movie, at, at the very least a few minutes. Yeah. I think that's a very safe bet. To your point, I mean, about him being a leader, I don't know. I think I think it would be hard for, for example, a Bucky to get behind the, a droid. Like, I don't, you know, Bucky's all about, for example, people. Like, he is big on just trusting people. Yeah, but he's people. also part cyborg. <laughs> yes. yes. Like, <laughs> but I, I think he would struggle with following a cyborg. Not he's not a cyborg. He's I don't even know what you would consider Vision at this point because it's very confusing. But I, yes. I would I would say it would be hard for the other Avengers to follow that, like someone of Vision's makeup. I don't even know how. You yes, do that. but also they had no problem before. But he wasn't him, a leader. But it's, they allowed like, him to lead before he was prior to feeling any emotions. Vision himself held Mew Mew, like. So, put it this way. This is my thoughts. He's worthy of the hammer. Bruce and Tony created him. He's literally their child. Like, he he has the makeup of someone who is quite literally, like, three, almost half of the Avengers put into one. Yeah. Of the original six. So... I mean, yeah. But to your point about the emotions, I think it's hard to save people when you don't feel empathy for them. So, and I think that's something that Tony kind of struggled with because he... Well, I, but I was going to say there's a connection with Tony yeah, with that, too. Yeah, So, I mean, he would need to develop emotions or develop He's a empathy. robot. It's not like you can't, like, upload something. <laughs> I don't know how any of that works. But, yeah, I mean, so I, that one, I don't know that I can get behind. I, To your point, I think it's possible, but I agree it's definitely the least likely I don't know if he's like anybody else. For he's me. like on my least likely of like along with Wanda because while I would love to see her and her power makes her someone who shouldn't be not a leader. Like it, it's like anyway when you have like the sluggers on a baseball team, like most of the time those guys end up being like captains because they're putting the numbers up. They're that like and that's who she is. But she's to me what what strange is to you. I need to see MOM to be able yeah. to make that decision on her and whether or not she would want to. I wouldn't be against seeing her step up because I do think that she needs a stable environment and yeah. being able to lead people, I think, would help her move past what she's been through. I think she needs that She needs that push into something that she's not familiar with, and that's being the front person and having people look up to her, and I think that's something she has not had. She's always just been in the background, being hurt, essentially. Or so, been public enemy number one. Well, exactly, and I think that would be a big thing for her to... Because the Accords essentially came out because of her. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, 
I think it could be really interesting to see her step up and be the leader that people know she could be. But I also, depending on how MOM goes, I mean, we've been looking to see if House of M comes in, and that would be a complete down tear of her character and essentially combustion. (laughs) So that would, that version of Wanda would definitely not be of the lead. If she comes out as a good person, and the good guy of MOM, I wouldn't be necessarily against maybe seeing her become a leader of the Avengers. I, I struggle with it. I just think she's so damaged. I think if she didn't toe the line with Westview, yes. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I but think that's another thing, dealing with then. your grief personally, but I really struggle with them, the idea of them making someone leader of the Avengers that put an entire town under painful mind control... That's not a good look, especially, you know, the Avengers did bring Thanos back, but before that, they were having some major PR issues. Yeah. Because of her, to then make her leader and essentially give her a promotion after she had put a town under mind control sends the wrong message if you're the Avengers. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. She she definitely, because she toes the line a lot, she's kind of that, like... She's that real big bench player. Like, you really don't want to play her if you don't have to, in my picks. She's the ace in the hole, really. Yeah, but she's that possibility that if I really needed a player, I'll put her in. And that's kind of where I'm at with her. Where, like, she has the possibility, but she toes that line a little too much. So it's like... It's like anyone who's, like, a really good player. Sorry, I don't know why I'm making so many. I guess, like, it's a good connection. But, like, even, like, a football player, you could be a great football player. But if, if you have off-the-field issues, you're not going to be a team Yeah, leader. or even if you're out there, like, slugging people and putting them in their injury carts and getting carted off the field, like, they're not going to want you out there. And you're probably just going to get fined and no one's going to like you because it's like, dude, you're literally, like, demolishing players out there. Yeah. So if she's she's, like... She's below white vision because she's volatile in a different way, and because of her emotions, yeah. she is, yeah, she's problematic in that way. I love her, though, so I... <laughs> Here's I, someone I just thought of that could be interesting, although I, I know we've, we've pegged her for another franchise. Can we say Yelena? Yep. I've been thinking of her all day. <laughs> I mean, just, just because, because I'm thinking about because, Yelena yeah, all day, just every day. Because I always think about <laughs> Yelena. Her hair. I just think about her hair. I'm like, I want someone to do my hair. Well, the I've been like, hair. every time I look at you in the corner of my eye, I see my pops, and I see my Black Widow pop, so it indirectly, of course, reminds me then of Yelena, because I haven't gotten her pop yet, but I was thinking about it. <laughs> and yes... If she doesn't stay a part of the Dark Avengers yeah. and or Thunderbolts. Yeah. If she isn't, because, and I think this was actually mentioned in the Hawkeye series finale blog post when I was discussing some of the possibilities of their future. After what just happened, I can't guarantee she'd go back to Valentina. Yeah. So, one of my, my two biggest things for her was either she was going back to Valentina or she was going back to Freeing the Widows, which we, there's no guarantee she finished because right. she was literally in the middle of it when she got blipped or snapped. Yeah. So, and then it didn't seem like long after getting blipped that she ended up with Valentina because that woman, that other widow that she came back into the house with was literally talking about using their skills to make money. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what she's doing with Valentina. She's yeah. being, she's hired out. If she wanted to go the other direction and follow in her sister's footsteps, she now has contact with Clint, and Clint has all of the contacts necessary. Yeah, and I just, I don't personally see 
I mean, like, I'm here for her to be a Dark Avenger and or a Thunderbolt because it would make sense, but because she also has the same past as her sister, it makes just as much sense to bring her in as the widow of the Avengers. Yeah. But, to a point you kind of brought up earlier, we're going more cosmic and spacey, and, I mean, granted, we have Sam, who's not even a super soldier, being Captain America, so there's that, and he's such a large contender. And Scott Lang, who technically is still an, an Avenger. Yeah, yeah. I just don't see him leading. I, I, no, leading yeah. Wise, I'm just saying, if you're if you're looking at on the bench, you do have a lot of cosmic players. You obviously have Carol. You have well, especially in our leaderboards that we were just mentioning. Yeah, like, most of them are people who kind have of can handle themselves. Yeah. yeah, but you know, not to say that the roster in total is not going to have some people who are a little more grounded. I mean, you could potentially have Yelena. You have, to your point, Sam Bucky. Yeah. You know, yes, he's a super soldier, but he's not cosmic. He doesn't have magic. No. You have Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyne. They're both very on the ground. You have, well, I mean, Peter, Peter's not really an Avenger anymore. He kind of... No one knows. <laughs> They're just like, Spider-Man was here. <laughs> like, yeah. Is there anyone else? I'm trying to think. I am not. I mean, even She-Hulk. Like, yeah, she could hold her own, but like, not so cosmic. Moon Knight is cosmic. Ms. Marvel is cosmic. But you that's, still have Nick Fury and Maria Hill on the board. They're not cosmic. That's why, for me, though, my thing is, with the next group of Avengers, we don't know if there's going to be six again. We don't know if there's going to be ten again. Four. We don't know what we're yeah. going to get, number-wise. And my or only, if we're ever going to get an official roster again. Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like they wouldn't fully move away from that. I feel like that could get messy if no, they I, did. I am inclined to agree with you. I just think... Just because that's too many storylines, and when you're not yeah. starting to put people together, you're getting dangerous. Especially with, like, it helped to have the uh, like the first six, the OG six. And then when you moved into Age of Ultron, they recruit. Yeah. Then when you move into Civil War, even, you see more people technically being recruited, like Rhodey and Black Panther are being brought in. Scott. See, exactly. Scott. Like, even Bucky, technically, is all... They're, Sam, officially, they're all being brought in, and you just see them kind of, like, slowly picking up people, which mi- helps make Infinity War and Endgame make so much more sense. Yeah. No, I agree. And I just think if you don't start with some sort of an official group... And you build on them like you did with the first phase, you're gonna get messy. Because I loved phase four so far. Everything yeah. that came out in 2021, amazing, but very little connected. Correct. And so for me, and that's fine because it's the beginning. We're starting over. But I just think when you have so many stories you're telling to not be bringing people in, and this is kind of even down to the how do you have four heroes who live in New York City and none of them even talk, like realize it? Yeah. Kind of thing. It's the same uh, same idea. Like, you can't be having all of this stuff happening and no one's noticing it outside. Like, it's starting to get to a point where, like, it's noticeable. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, before it was like, okay, we only had the OG6, so... And then they they were picking up people that they were noticing. Like, Wanda and Pietro, until Pietro, like, didn't make it past the first movie, but... <laughs> He tried. <laughs> he tried. But, like, they were, as they saw more people who were like them, picking them up. Mm-hmm. And so, but now it's like there's so many out there for them to not connect them feels weird. I agree. I agree. I just like playing devil's advocate on that one because I yeah. feel like they've done the whole official roster, official vendors thing before. I want them to keep doing that because, to your point, it helps me organize myself and well, my, you know, interpretation of it. But 
And my, I guess it's always possible that they choose not to. And my only other argument then against Elena, which hurts, because <laughs> I don't like arguing against her, but I don't think we're going to see the same type of boots on the ground idea at all. Because if you really think about it, who of the original six was really space ready? None of them. Tony just managed. <laughs> like, you know what and I mean? And then he had panic attacks afterwards. Yeah, like, and then he went up later on, but, like, also still managed. Like, yeah. so none of them were Ross. Like, Thor's the only one who had the ability to go up into space fully. Like, yeah, they may do an endgame, but, like, that was the first, what, ten minutes? And they were, like, off with their head with Thanos and then right back to Earth. Like, it wasn't, they were not going to be fighting on planets. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't necessarily see it being a boots-on-the-ground team anymore. I see it being people like Captain Marvel, Shang-Chi, who I believe definitely has the ability with those rings. Those rings are not from this planet, so... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Doctor Strange, who has already proven himself up in space. And, like, I see it being all these people who have the ability to be on the ground and up in space. So I don't see it being Yelena. I don't see them doing another Widow in that sense. That's fair. Yeah. I was just thinking about players... Who kind of mirror the past. Yeah. Who are on Which the is board. fair. Yeah. She's definitely the next phase of Black Widow, but not necessarily for our Avengers. Yeah, I think that's fair. That is fair. Are there any other thoughts you wanted to put out there? Because I'm fresh out of ideas because I have honestly no clue. I mean, it. we have not even had really more than a whisper of an actual Avengers team and... But we've been getting a lot of rumors coming out from Avengers 5. Yeah. Like, the like even the Russos possibly being signed on for it. Although I, I hear that they're very reluctant after what happened with Scarlet and the lawsuit. Yeah, yeah. So that's concerning because I do. I mean, I know people feel the way they feel about Endgame and that's kind of it's polarizing. It's their only mess up. In I my mean, I've loved, I do like Endgame. I, it hurts me on a lot of levels, but I do like it. I really quite, I think they, they more than some of, let me let me rephrase that. I think the Russo brothers understand the MCU and they understand team up movies better than anyone else. Yeah, I mean, I trust the Russo brothers because they did the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, <laughs> and they did Civil War. But because the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is essentially like my gut, <laughs> like it they lives. Did the Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Not the Falcon. Oh my gosh, the I Winter like, Soldier, the Win- Captain America, the Winter Soldier. <laughs> I was like, I don't think they, they needed the TV I shows. Love, I love Bucky, but they need to give him the White Wolf before I drive <laughs> myself up a wall with it. No, sorry, the Winter Soldier, as in the movie, like Captain America, the Winter Soldier, and Civil War. So they did a majority of Cap's trilogy, which is arguably the best trilogy, because. Thor only won on his third one, and Tony lost it on his second, too, so... To be fair to poor Thor, he had three different directors for three different movies, so that's really hard to create a cohesive unit. I think Thor's is actually the most important trilogy in the entire Infinity Saga, in terms of just, like, you know, if Loki hadn't been lied to his whole life, none of this would have happened. That's fair. Um, It's all really Loki's fault, if you boil it down. (laughs) I just, you know, I had this thought, and I think I said it to you the other day, you know, Loki woke up the day of Thor's coronation and said, I'm gonna start some mischief, and ten years later, he was being choked out by a giant purple Yeah, like, it it was 100%, like, down to the core. Loki's fault. Yes. I mean, the um, whole Infinity Saga is because Loki decided to, like, screw with his brother on his And it's even day. funnier because he's the main villain of the first Avengers, so it just makes it funnier because you're just like, wow, this really all came down from you. But the whole point of all of that was to say, of course, that the possibility of the Russos coming in 
I would like it. Me too. Because I did, I, okay, they obviously did Infinity War, loved Infinity War, don't know how you shoot that and Endgame at the same time, and you end up with Endgame, and I don't know how you shoot most of Captain America's <laughs> trilogy and end up with where that it's fine. <laughs> I honestly, I think it's, I think there's a lot of footage that you would have liked on the editing room floor. Yeah. And I oh, think yeah. they shot many different versions of this movie. Yes. And the version that it ended up being, yes. you personally don't agree with. Well, I know I've said to Taylor quite a few times, every deleted scene I've heard and or seen pictures of was better than what ended up in the movie. And I don't remember most of them at this point, but it was after it came out and a lot of people, because I know Endgame's highly disputed. It's it one of those it movies. Like, it has the numbers it has because... It's the sequel it's, to Infinity War. Well, and it's the biggest yeah. film. But, like, as an actual movie, and I've seen a lot of people who are even, like, you know, after watching it a second or third time, it kind of sucks. Like, there's plot holes. Like, it's a mess. Like, it doesn't actually the make sense. The beginning portion is very long. Yeah. I remember even, like, thinking that. I was like, okay. Yeah. I don't need, like, I obviously know the world was affected by the fact that half the it population went away. Stop. I didn't need an hour of yeah. you explaining this to me. Well, and so when I was hearing about deleted scenes, I was like, all of these sound than what they put in. So, like, it, to me, worries me about the Russos a little, even if they did come on, because I'm a little worried on them starting a new Avengers with where they left the old one. I'm going to counterpoint. I think they heard the criticism, and I that's, think they okay, will that's do fair. better. That's fair. That's fair. Because I definitely think that what, like, for what it was supposed to be, and, like, the next Avengers is going to be huge. It's going to be massive. Because you're starting over. Yeah. and the, But this is how you know you're getting a distinctive team. They're, they already said there's going to be an Avengers 5. Yeah, that's fair. So, it's going to be big. I, prior to Endgame, would have said put my that. life, hold on, <laughs> prior to Endgame, would have put my life in the Russo's hands, but then Endgame happened, and it being the biggest film that it was supposed to be, and getting what we got, worries me about them trying to introduce a new team. Okay, here's, here's my counterpoint to your saying that there will be a distinctive team because they've announced Avengers 5. Infinity War and Endgame didn't really have an official roster. Like, well, I also didn't know that was being considered Avengers 3 and 4 <laughs> until, like, kind of recently when they were like, Avengers 5, and I was like, how'd we make it to 5? Well, I mean, it's called Avengers Infinity War and yeah, Avengers but Endgame. I didn't really think about it that way. Okay, well, that's okay. <laughs> I think it's pretty explicit. Okay, well, I wasn't thinking of it that way because I just didn't really put it that, like, because I also don't say Avengers 1 and 2. Like, I don't really think of Ultra... I wasn't really counting them, so when they're just, like, Avengers 5, I was like, where did we get well, 5? Well, it's only called... It's only called 5 because it's, like, names. No, I know. I just, like, didn't... Th I don't put numbers to them usually, oh. so that's why I was like, where is this coming from? But, yeah. And, I mean, I guess that's fair, but it started... It's a, If you want to say it's Avengers 3 and 4, which it is, it started from Avengers 1 and 2, which has a distinctive team, you know? So, yeah. I feel like... I guess like I'm just wondering if they're moving away from... As the evolution goes, they're moving away from having an official roster, and it's just like, all hands on deck when needed, like, well, you're gonna be tapped to come when you're fair, tapped to come. but they're gonna have to figure out bringing these people together, and I don't... Because, like, Avengers, because everyone was so boots on the ground, it felt easier to bring them together, right. but now these guys are gonna be harder, because you've got people all over the place. Where do the Eternals fit in? Well, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> 
I've been purposely avoiding it since I talked about it earlier with Icarus because I don't want to even talk about it. I don't want to bring it up. they're clearly super aware of the Avengers. Yeah, well, because they've been living on Earth for the past, like, since it began, but <laughs> I don't want, I don't even know. So anyway. <laughs> so we're just completely ignoring that franchise because it hurts my well, brain. And because they've already confirmed Eternals 2. I know I'm getting enough that might set up. I mean, we already have a new Eternal being added to the list. We've got Eternals captured. Like, I just don't want to worry about it. So, <laughs> we're not going to. Okay. But I just see that, I see a whole, like, a full roster coming because they need to. I just don't think they're going to be able to just tap people in and out. I think it's going to be so awkward if they do. Because, two, some of the Avengers knew each other prior to the Avengers. Yeah. Like, Hawkeye and Nat. You know, or they knew of each other. So it's like, like, well, Tony I mean, was given all the information on all of them. Well, and not to mention Steve knew Tony's dad. Yeah, so exactly. They have that. There's been a history, and there's yeah. really not a history with most of these guys that we've named to be possible leaders. They're, they Maybe they fought together, but have they actually interacted? Then you have to assume they don't know each other. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I'm sure... The army doesn't know every single person in it. Like, yeah, so I don't know. For me, I, I think they need to establish a roster now more they, than they needed to in 2012, 2010. I mean, I, I agree with you. I just, devil's advocate. And I also, I mean, I just, I I personally am a, per, a person who needs structure. Oh, so I do too. So them not doing that, I think, would stress me out. I, I would be very anxious yeah. <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. But those are my picks. Yeah, I have nothing left because I truly, I mean, this is a blank slate. More so than I think I've, I mean, we've said this many times, but we were not super MCU fans when things were really getting started in phases one and two. We kind of came in later. Well, you came in much later than I did. I was Age of Ultron. Which was 2015. I came in 2016. Yeah, but like that was a different establishment. You came in for Civil War, man. Whatever. (laughs) Either way, you know, there were some things established when we kind of came in to our our fandom, really. So this is our first foray into what the heck is happening, and there's no connective tissue that I can see. There's there's very little. Yeah. There yeah. is some there, but it's in very In comparison little. to when we were seeing stones pop up in every movie, there's yeah. like basically Well, not. yeah, because the stones were, even when you didn't, the people were not necessarily connected, the stones were. Yeah. And you were like, oh, Tesseract, oh, Tesseract, yeah, oh, Tesseract for a fourth time. Oh my God, like, don't even. It, it, the Tesseract carried, like. <laughs> but. It was the real star of Faces yeah, 1 through 3. <laughs> yeah, but because of that, you at least saw a line drawn between some of them. And especially with the shows right now, it's been hard to draw lines. And now that, I mean, the shows in 21 were all for established characters. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're getting new And now every single yeah. show this year, I mean, they've announced, they've confirmed three. I personally believe there's a fourth one they haven't confirmed yet for this year. I think we're either going to get a secret invasion or something else in 22. I thought that was confirmed for 2023, though. I'm unsure. So let, I me, let me go back in a step and say... I don't know what the show is, but I have a feeling there's a fourth one coming at the end of the year that we should expect. So I'm going to just say I'm not sure about that because of the current spikes in where we are with the pandemic and the move of Morbius. If that's been because of the pandemic and we already moved stuff back in the MCU, I'm not sure we're going to see a show, especially since it's January 9th, roughly. I don't know the date. <laughs> I, it's early, it's, it's a ninth, third of yeah. the way through January, roughly. We haven't gotten an announcement for a show yet, 
We haven't gotten a further trailer for any of the shows yet, and we've been told Miss Marvel's getting really solid reshoots. So I'm not sure about that. I would like to think there's a fourth show, but ignoring all of that little back and forth, I say all this to say, all three shows that have been confirmed for 22 are introductory shows, not continuing prior characters. We're we're meeting Moon Knight, we're meeting She-Hulk, and we're meeting Ms. Marvel. We've never seen them before. Right. So really, we're getting a lot of new characters this year, so it'll be interesting to see if there's any more connective tissue within the movies, because we are just continuing to expand and expand with really no anchors in sight. I agree. So I think that's the best we can do about who might lead the Avengers. Ask us in a year. <laughs> yeah, we well, might have a better idea. Maybe for we'll have a who's going to lead the Avengers part two in a year, because I don't think we're going to have a definitive answer by the end of this year. I don't think we might not even have Avengers 5 given any date fully yet either. <laughs> so, and uh, I definitely thought Peter was going to be in Avengers 5, but now I don't know. So, yeah, yeah ask us in a year. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best we've got for yeah, you. I agree. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. So those are our best guesses for who might be leading the Avengers moving forward based on where we are right now in phase four. But of course, if you have any thoughts about who you think might be the best leader or who you think might be the leader moving forward, feel free to tweet us. We will give you the handle in just a minute. Or you can comment on the corresponding blog post and we will see that and respond to you. As always, if you are a fan of the show but you haven't subscribed yet, please do so on your podcast platform of choice. You can also feel free to give us a rating or a review if you feel so inclined. You can follow our blog, and we will have that linked in the show notes for you for easy access. And last but not least, you can follow our playlist profile on Spotify, which is Let's Talk MFT, which is also linked in the show notes. And then our Twitter is also Let's Talk MFT, so go follow that. That is really your landing place for everything. We will be tweeting when the podcast comes out, when the blog comes out, any of our theories, retweeting theories, retweeting news. So pretty much everything you need is in one spot, so definitely go follow that. Um, And if you ever want to get a hold of us, it's probably the most direct way. Just tweet us, and we will see it. And as we move into 2022, get ready, because Marvel just blew your mind. So let's talk about it.